When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season one. It's episode 44. And then there were two. We told you how the Phillies were able to punch their ticket for the NLCS. They are going to be taking on the winner of the ALCS. And Crowley, let's talk about the Astros and the Yankees. Let's go game number one. Probably your ALCI young winner, Justin Verlander, against Jamison Tallian of the Yankees, who were uh, a quick turnaround after escaping past the Guardians in five games. Yeah, that was, you remember all the Yankees fans chanting, "We want Houston, we want Houston." Well, you got you. Sometimes you got to be careful what you wish for. <laughs> um, I would say that to me, the NLCS was a much better, enjoyable series. ALCS, I, it did look to me like the Yankees were just outmatched. And, uh, you know, you, you saw a lot of really good pitching. In game one, uh, you had home runs from Gurriel, McCormick, and Pena. They all hit solo home runs. And Verlander notched 11 strikeouts. Harrison Bader and good old Anthony Rizzo homered for the Yankees. But the uh, Astros are going to take game one, four to two. But all three, there was five home runs in this game. All of them solo home runs. Solo Dustin. home runs, right? Solo shots. Yep. So I, you know, it was I. I, I loved seeing Rizzo uh, kind of just coming through as clutch as he did. In my opinion, um, it was a lot of fun. I, 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 I want nothing but the best for Rizzo, and I think that he looked, um, he looked really good this October, and yeah, and I, I think, you know, I think part of that's not having to be the man, right. Right, he definitely does not have to be the man in that uh, Yankee lineup. All right, so the Astros jump out to a quick one nothing lead. I think we all saw that one coming. I was actually surprised that the Yankees took the lead when they did right on that Bader home run early on in that game. That go- takes us to uh, game number two, Valdez versus uh, Severino. Yeah, Valdez pitched seven innings. He gave up no unearned runs. He gave up two runs, though, but those were errors on him. Uh, he struck out nine. Alex Bregman had a three-run home run in the bottom of the third to give the Strohs a 3 nothing lead. Talk to you about that Valdez. He committed a couple errors in the fourth that led to uh, two Yankees runs. The Astro, So the Astros' leads cut 3-2. to A uh, little controversy, Dustin, a little controversy. The question over why the roof in Houston was open versus closed uh, it was Aaron Boone brought it up, which I thought was kind of weak. You know, I don't know. I thought that was kind of weak that, you know, he brought it up. But uh, Aaron Judge hit a fly ball that died in the wall in the eighth inning that probably would have been a home run if the roof was closed instead of open. 
But you know what, man? It's not like they're opening and closing the roofs depending on who's at bat. No, they, did you? Okay, so first of all, that that ball would have been out in Yankee Stadium. Okay, but a lot of balls would be out in Yankee Stadium in right field. It's known for its short right field porch, right? I did though hear about. Did you hear about the reasoning why the roof was open that particular day? Uh, was it just MLB? No, no. It's actually a ordinance, the city of Houston. So it's only been open one other time other than that game. And if the weather conditions are just so, they make them open up the roof to save electricity for cooling the place down. So the night was so nice and the wind was going to be in such a way that it would be more economical to have the roof open than closed. And because it reaches a threshold, they are required because of the public money that was used to help pay for the stadium, they are required to open it up. And it's only the second time they've ever had it open for a baseball game. Pretty <laughs> wild. Because the weather now, see, the weather saved the Yankees probably rear end. The reason they got here was because they had a game that was rained out, okay, against the Guardians. And they were able to reset their pitchers a little bit. And then this game, they're going to bitch and moan that they didn't tie the game and then potentially win the game because the roof was open and it killed the Aaron Judge home run. But it was very interesting. I was watching that game, clicking around. I had the sound off, and I found it crazy, like seeing the umpire slacks waving in the wind, if you will. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, is there, like, a fan on the field that's blowing it? Like, And then I figured out what the heck was going on. So very, very interesting. I thought it was great information. So um, the Mother Nature uh, giveth and Mother Nature taketh away. Well, let me just say, in my opinion... I love, if you can play baseball without a roof, then let's go ahead and do that. You know what I'm saying? I like, I, I've been to Miller Park plenty of times where they have that stadium that opens and closes. I love an open stadium. I, I don't like the roof closed. Now, I understand why, because of weather, you might need to. But if the weather's fine, then then leave it open. You know, that's that's the way I look at it. Right. It's crazy, though, that there's just like, it just hit the metric that it had to be open based on public funds that help build that stadium. <laughs> Maybe Aaron Judge should have ate another biscuit for lunch. Who knows, you know? Yeah, who knows? All right, game number three, the money man himself, Garrett Cole on the hill. Yeah, Garrett Cole versus uh, Christian Javier. And these games are back now in New York. So the Astros with a 2 nothing lead, the game's moving back to Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Yeah, what do they say? If you make it there, you can make it anywhere. Uh, Garrett Cole versus Christian Javier. Uh, Chase McCormick hits a solo home run to put, uh, or hits a home run to put the Astros up two nothing. Trey Mancini hits a sack fly to make it three nothing, and then Christian Vasquez uh, added two more runs to make it five nothing Houston. And the Yankees' offense completely disappeared, and that was shocking to see. I mean, they've at this point, Crowley. I think they have they've struck out in the high 30s. I mean, mm-hmm. through three games, they're into they're into the 30s. 11 in the first game, nine in the second game, and close to double digits in game three. Now I right, talked a little bit about pitching about that, right? You can't blame the starting pitching for that. No, and and what I said is that Anthony Rizzo doesn't have to be the man because of all the other guys that you have on this team. But if you take a look here, you had Harrison Bader hitting 333, so he did a great job. Um, obviously, he had time off and came out hot. Uh, he had that injury. 
But Aaron Judge, right, Mr. Mr. Uh, AL home run champion, 139 average. Yeah, he looks exhausted, Crawley. He looks exhausted. You, you joked around a few minutes ago about having another biscuit, right? The guy never looks fat, of course, but he just looked like he was worn out. He looked like he needed a sandwich, like three racks of ribs and a sandwich. Just looked like a guy that was absolutely out of gas. Yeah, the guy, the guys that you're looking at, Judge 139, and then you have Stanton at 188, Glebar Torres at 176, Josh Donaldson at 172, Cabrera at .071. I mean, they just didn't hit. Your your leader was Harrison Bader at 333. Your second best hitter was Anthony Rizzo at 276. But again, you have Rizzo now batting third. You know, I mean. It just the offense wasn't there, and now the Yankees were down three, you know, three games to nothing. Right, it's do or die time Sunday night, um, game number four. Yankees jump out in front. The fans are going nuts, and I actually like thought, well, good for these Yankee fans that showed up because I had read that like the secondary market was totally like you could just walk in there. Yeah, like, it was like New twenty York bucks had, for a World New, Series series ticket. New, New, New York had given up on this team. Yeah, you know, if you could pay $20 for a World Series ticket, I mean, that is absolutely shocking to me. Um, yeah, you know, it, they gave up, and, and the Yankees came out fighting. Stanton and Glebar Torres had RBI singles in the first to put the Yankees up 2 nothing. Rizzo had an RBI double in the second to make it 3 nothing. But it all gets erased and goes to even when Jeremy Pena. I mean, think about it, Dustin. How nice is it that you could let Carlos Correa walk, and then the guy – taking his place ends up being the ALCS uh, MVP. A Just, rookie. Yeah, a rookie. Rookie. Crazy. Uh, Yuli Gurriel singles to put Houston in front 4-3 in that four-run third inning, but Rizzo had an RBI single in the bottom of the fourth to tie the game back at four. Harrison Bader puts the Yankees up 5-4 to four with a solo home run in the bottom of the sixth, but in the seventh, Jordan Alvarez hit an RBI single to tie it at five, and then Alex Bregman singled to drive in the go-ahead run. And the Astros win six to five, four game to nothing sweep of the Yankees. Um, like I said, I, I enjoyed the NLCS much more than the ALCS. Absolutely. But, but, but the games were competitive in the in the ALCS as well. It just, you know, the Yankees didn't show any offensive life really until that last do or die game. Right. So the Yankees strike out fifty times in four games, getting swept. Now the Astros are 7-0 and in this postseason, have not lost a game yet. And the other thing, Crawley, and I don't want to hear the national media and the networks, and you got to get hotel rooms ready and blah, 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 blah. The fact that baseball is not going to play game number one of the fall classic now until Friday, you want to talk about losing all your momentum if you had any. And that's, I mean, if I were the Phillies, I'd be ticked. Like, they could not be hotter than they are right now, right? They, they, I don't think they want to stop playing. And it's going to take till Friday. And Friday is like a terrible sports night on television. Why in the world are you playing on a Friday night to start this thing off? You're afraid of Thursday night? Then play on Wednesday night. Wednesday night would have made all the sense in the world. I don't know why you have to have a, the World Series will start on this date. 
regardless of how the series go. It's just stupid. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, and, and, and I think it, hit, it hurts the Phillies more than the Astros. I think, like you said, the Phillies were red hot. They just want to play ball, man. They wanted, they wanted to start 10 minutes after the Yankees game ended. And so I think that's just a huge mistake. And, and like you said, you have momentum. Like this was, these were two good series that showcase some of the best there are in baseball. And everybody's excited. Everybody's jacked up. And then you're going to make everyone wait a week. Right. And this was not a great football weekend on the college or pro side. Weren't great matchups. Weren't great results. No record breaking. No, no last minute this, that, or the other thing. Pretty pedestrian football. So the Sunday games, if you were following on social media and watching football, you were clicking over, and once you clicked over, you were stuck. The Sunday night baseball game was way better than the Sunday night football game. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bad person because all I do is watch baseball. Right, I, I get but, it. But, but I get what you're saying, typical, too. Your typical sports fan. I mean, listen, a guy like you, Crowley, if the World Series was on in three weeks from t- tomorrow, you'd watch it. Right. I mean, so would I. But I'm just saying, it's now it's like, Oh, wait, but there's this matchup. Oh, wait, there's a high school playoff football game on Friday night. Oh, wait, the NBA has started. Like, get it going while people care. I just, I mean, they can explain it to me, but I'm just going to call it a bunch of BS that they can't get this thing started. And that's always been. And have to wait till Friday. Doesn't make any sense to me. That's always been the problem with NLB is an inability to market themselves in a a good way. It's it's what's killing baseball. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I have no idea what they're thinking and, uh, like I said, you know, to me, it hurts the Phillies, especially. I think that the Astros are a better team, but I think the Phillies were smoking hot. And now you're going to let them kind of cool off and sitting around. I don't I don't get it at all. Um, there are the X-Cub factors, two on each. Uh, you have two as far as the Astros are concerned. Uh, Martin Maldonado did a little spell as a backup catcher. And then, of course, Dusty Baker, who has had three cracks at the World Series, once with the San Francisco Giants in 2002, with the Cubs in 2003, and then with the uh, Astros in 2020. And obviously, you know, just always fell a little bit short. You know, he's had a long career. And then on the other side, you have Kyle Schwarber, who we all love. Nick Castellanos only played half a season for the Cub, but became an instant fan favorite. And then you have David Robertson, who was traded this year. So, uh, you know, he played half a season for the Cubs as well. But I think you the know, only ex Cub factors that I think that are legit are Schwarber and Dusty. I mean, they had impact with with the franchise. Um, I, I'm going, I'm, I'm cheering for Kyle Schwarber. I, I, and, you know, Dusty Baker is a Hall of Fame manager, Hall of Fame baseball person, no matter what happens in this series. I don't think he needs that trophy to be that. Um, but I, I'm pulling for Philly. I think it's a great story. I think it would be good for baseball for Philadelphia to be back in it. I think it would it would give unbelievable hope to all teams, right? A team that was you know needed to needed to win games all the way up until the very last days 
of the season to even get into the postseason. Fired a manager. Teams now would be like, you know what, maybe we should do what the Phillies did, <clears throat> White Sox, and fire our manager sooner, and who knows what would have happened. And not only that, maybe sometimes you don't have to be the best team. Sometimes you, in, in the randomness of the postseason, all you have to do is get hot and you give yourself a chance. Okay, and, and that's what Theo Epstein talked about years ago is that when you talk about those Braves teams, they didn't win as many World Series as you thought they would. You're talking about in the 90s with Madden and Maddox and Smoltz and Glavin. But if, as long as you get in, you have a chance. You're sitting on the outside, don't have a chance. And so for teams, you, you have to remember that in 2021, the Cubs and the Atlanta Braves roughly had the same record when the trading deadline came. And the Braves went for it and went on a tear and won a World Series. You're taking a look at the uh, the Phillies. They were struggling to get into the postseason, struggling to get in the postseason. And then all of a sudden they go on a run. So, you know, yeah, sometimes when, when we looked at the Dodgers, you and I and, and pretty much everyone in baseball, they look like an unbeatable force. Right. And, you know, and they don't, they don't, you know, they don't make it out of the, the uh, NLDS. Right. So well, that's you, what they like to say, Crowley, right? That's why that's why you play the games, right? That's why you play the games. That's why it's good that extra teams have gotten into the postseason, in my opinion. I'm not so sure I love the three-game series. I might actually like the one-and-dones a little bit better. I think there is something to be said about the rust while other teams are sitting around, but you got to figure it out. you got to get more creative. you got to figure out how to keep the guys active and going. All right, one other little piece of news before we wrap up episode 44, Crowley. Report today that uh, Anthony Rizzo could be opting out of his uh, $16, $17 million-ish owed by the Yankees. Um, do you think he opts out and then goes back to them? Um, are you up for a reunion with Anthony Rizzo and uh, our Chicago Cubs? Um, I always love Anthony Rizzo, and I think that if, if it makes sense, it's it's probably not a big deal. Um, he's going to opt out. So it was a two-year deal with the opt-out after the one year. So it's basically a $26 million deal that he got with the Yankees. So $13 million is probably what he's leaving on the table. Um, and and I, don't, I mean, you know, when you're Rizzo, you have to start thinking about who, you know, am I going to have a chance to win? I don't know if he's nostalgic as we are about returning to the Cubs, or, you know, does he, you know, he's having a good time in New York. It seems like him and Aaron uh, Judge are good buddies. Uh, you got to think that the Yankees are going to try to restock somehow, some way, and, and make another run at it. So if I'm Rizzo, you know, I don't know Rizzo's personal finances. I mean, obviously, he's made good money over the years. He's yeah, done I'm endorsements. Sure he's just fine. <laughs> he's just fine. But he never, never had that monster contract. You get right, what I'm saying? Right. He's so he's guaranteed hundreds of millions of dollars, but he's not going to get that now either. Right. But so that's why I'm wondering if he may, you know, where's the money at? That may be where he stops, but I, I see him trying to work something out with the Yankees. I don't know if it's still, the wounds are a little bit fresh with the Cubs. I have a feeling one day Rizzo will be back at Cubs con. We'll be back at Wrigley field. will be recognized as one of the all time great Cubs just may be a little bit early for that right now. All right, Crowley, I think we will save the predictions. I think we'll have episode 45 later this week, and we can really break this thing down, look at how both teams have reset their uh, starting pitching, if you will. Uh, are you good with that, or do you want to make predictions now? Yeah, let, let, let's kind of see what the rotations look like, and then we can we can make our predictions there. I'll, I'll, I, I, it's going to take me a couple days to think if I'm betting against the Phillies again. All right, that's a wrap, Crowley. Season 1, Episode 44, and then there were two. Our World Series is set. Astros hosting Phillies starting on Friday. 
And to make sure you're up with all the current news that's going on, we don't ever take the day off. You can follow us on social media at FlyTheW670 on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you like Facebook, you can go on FlyTheW. And any you can email us with any questions or suggestions at FlyTheW670 at gmail.com.